The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What a beautiful gospel to reflect on today. Certainly there's an emphasis here on the importance of gratitude. But I think it would also be helpful to just look at this Samaritan who came back to thank Jesus. Jesus called him a foreigner because the Samaritans, as we've learned perhaps through the chosen, were not considered a part of the chosen people. They had betrayed the true faith and had mingled or mixed with pagan people. And so they were no longer considered clean or righteous anymore in the eyes of faithful Jews. So the fact that this foreigner, this Samaritan, is the one who comes back to thank Jesus I think can help us perhaps reflect on our own self-righteousness that we all tend to wrestle with. Because this Samaritan knew that he was considered a foreigner. Not only was he a leper, not only was he unclean, but he was a Samaritan to add injury to insult or insult to injury, I guess, in this case. If you want to consider the leprosy, the, the injury, and the fact that he's a Samaritan, the insult. And again, Jesus is always looking to teach those around him. He was surrounded by his disciples. And whether or not they knew this guy was a Samaritan at first, hard to say, but that he came back to thank Jesus. I'm sure was something powerful for them to witness because we all tend to take pride in our status. Whatever that status might be, (laughs) we tend to take pride in things like being in the right group, right? I'm a, whatever, I'm in the popular group, (laughs) you know, thinking back to high school or something like that. And, And Jesus is not about putting people into groups or into boxes. We've reflected on that a lot. How dangerous it is, in a sense, to put people in boxes. Oh, you're a charismatic Catholic, huh? (laughs) 
No, I'm an apostolic Catholic living the kingdom life and the power of the spirit. But we do that, don't we? I mean, it's hard not to, especially given our political environment. Oh, you're a Democrat or you're a Republican or you're an anti-vaxxer or you're, you know, whatever, right? And that usually doesn't serve us very well when it comes to intimacy with God. Isn't that what we all want? That's what we all desire. Intimacy with God. Friendship with God. And we look at these lepers, they all recognize themselves as needy. They were unclean. Nobody wanted to go near them. That was like the farthest thing from intimacy. Their hopes for intimacy were crushed, at least on the surface. And yet they had this confidence in Jesus because they must have heard of his goodness. Word was starting to spread. Word was getting around. Hey, this Jesus even touches lepers. What? No way. And so hope in them sprang up because of the goodness of Jesus. So they were motivated. They were, yeah, I mean, they were inspired. They had some hope. They had some hope to go to Jesus and to know that they wouldn't be turned away. It's such a touching scene, isn't it, in that episode of The Chosen when Jesus cleanses that leper. And the leper's begging him, please don't turn me away. Please don't turn me away. And you can just see the compassion that Jesus has for that man. And as some of us were reflecting Monday night at class, Father Patrick pointed out that it was precisely the compassion of Jesus that moved him, that motivated him to heal people. So that's what should give us confidence to go to Jesus. But I guess before we even go, not only is there this desire for intimacy, but I think we also have to recognize our own poverty. We have to recognize our own poverty, our own need, our neediness, which we, we don't really like to be in touch with so much. It's hard. It's hard. But I think it's hard because so often, as we reflect back on our lives, as I know we've been doing through Sacred Story, we remember times where we did express our neediness and we were met with rejection, shame, indifference. Perhaps indifference is the worst. Someone just didn't seem to care. So we felt belittled, mocked, shamed, ignored. And that left its mark. That left its mark. And so what do we tell ourselves, if not out loud? <laughs> you know, in our own minds, we tell ourselves, not going there again. Not going to try that. And we learn to, you know, put up those walls and those masks. And, and we tell ourselves, even, I was praying through something this morning where, you know, there's a part of us that even tells ourselves that I shouldn't need. I shouldn't need anybody. And we can get mad at ourselves for being needy. It's so subtle. 
But I invite you to examine that, you know, and to bring that to the Lord. Have I gotten mad at myself? Have I even hated myself or you know, a part of myself for being needy? And I think the answer is yes for all of us because that's our human condition. If we don't hate ourselves, perhaps it's just like a, a pure sense of hopelessness and confusion and powerlessness. But the Lord wants to assure us today that he sees us and he is moved by our neediness to give us whatever we need and to be in relationship with us. That's why I think he kicked off his Sermon on the Mount, his biggest sermon with Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you look at the other Beatitudes, it, it's a future promise. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They will be satisfied. So it's a future thing. It's a future promise. But the very first one, is a present promise. Blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the Lord comes to us right here, right now, in our need, in our need, in our poverty, and blesses us, and loves on us, and embraces us. He receives us. As we open up that need to him, that desire, he comes in and, and receives that without complaint, without any shame. And he reassures us. He affirms us and says, I see you. I love you. I got you. And I'm not going anywhere. Last week, during Theology of the Body, we played this song. I'm going to play it for you during the offertory. 